Welcome to another edition of Pin Years Back. Here are your hosts, George, Max, and Lloyd. Morning, everybody. Today's topic, we're going to do a little mashup of East versus West on the NFC side. So, all right, boys, which one wants to go first? George, Max, who's first? Max, let's talk about your lovely Seahawks. The best team in the world. Why do they hate Kaepernick? Just kidding. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> right? Straight fire right off the bat. But no. Uh, what's your outlook on the Seahawks for this year? It's it's hard because right now, I mean, it's, it's similar, not similar to last year, but, you know, the beginning of last year or in the offseason of last year, you know, it was Frank Clark's contract. You know, we were trying to figure that out. And we franchised him and traded him to the Chiefs, and we didn't have any backup plan for our defensive line until Pete and John Schneider realized that that was a big issue, so they went and traded for Clowney. Now we're doing almost the exact same thing with Clowney right now. And that's the big issue right now with the Seahawks of trying to figure out what we're going to do with that defensive line because without Clowney, it's, you know, it's pedestrian at best on paper, and even with Clowney on there and how much, you know, he affected games, it, you know, are we still ranked it towards the bottom last year as far as, you know, pressures and sacks go. And, you know, from that outlook, <clears throat> it's a little, you know, worrisome. But overall, I mean, the offense, I, I, after seeing the last year or two of, you know, the revamping under uh, Brian Schoenheimer, it's, I, my outlook is a lot more bright, I would say. As far as the office go, offense goes, the defense needs some work um, still to this day. There are some young players I am very excited about, um, like Marquise Blair, who we drafted last year, the safety. He, um, you know, he really stepped up when they needed him in clutch moments when, you know, McDougal went down and when Tedrick Thompson went down. Um I mean, overall, I think it's, we've, we've done the same, you know, we've only missed the playoffs twice under Pete Carroll. So, you know, making the playoffs is a likely scenario for us, just based on our division, even as tough as it is, we just know how to play teams well and to, even if we're ahead, we know how to let those teams come back. And even when we're down, we know how to come back in those games. Um, I just kind of have faith in the coaching, the scheme. The, the biggest worry I would say would probably have to be just the J.J.V. and Clowney uh, aspect of it, as well as, you know, injuries like Rashad Penny and when Chris Carson went down and Chris Carson's going into his contract year. So it's, you know, it's a little hard to figure out where we're going to go from here, but, you know, just kind of have faith in the process. And, you know, I think we're, we can be our, you know, our, Ceiling can be about, you know, 12, 13 win team if, you know, we can get clowny or fix some defensive line. Uh, but, <laughs> Sorry, the floor, <laughs> but the floor, the floor is around like, I would say 10, 9. Bro, you that, how do you go from, how do you go from <laughs> all this negative stuff to 12 wins? Top. <laughs> just curious how do you jump because that if, if we <laughs> how yeah because you're basically saying your defense <laughs> is terrible or mediocre at best but then you go you switch the offense and you're mm. talking kind of eh when it comes to your running game 
I'm just curious. I like it. I, I think your passing game is going to be a hell of a threat more than it has been in the past. I think Mecca yeah. is going to have a great year. Yeah, and every in the off the off season moves we made is it it kind of signifies that we're kind of changing a little bit of moving away from running so much to passing, mm-hmm. and you know changing that philosophy because you know the last few years it's you know we've been ever since the you know the Lynch days we've been trying to recapture that you know that glory of those days and I mean for goodness sakes last year they literally picked up Marshawn Lynch. So like, and you know, every single year, the one thing that's plagued us is we had Thomas Rawls who was, you know, going off for certain games and then injured. You know, we have Chris Carson who hasn't played a full (coughs) season. We have Rashad Penny who we drafted in the first round, hasn't played a full season. It's, you know, it's, it just plagued us with running backs and, you know, being that's like our offensive focus and then seeing players like DK Metcalf step up and, Tyler Lockett, you know, just keep getting better year after year. You know, you're it, it, at this point we've seen as a Seahawks fan, I've seen the worst our offensive line can do. And until you've seen a player by the name of Reese Odiambo play left tackle and literally get maybe two successful blocks in a game, then, you know, and still win that game. Your uh, your optimism levels are really high. Plus, okay. I mean, Russell Russell Wilson, man, Russell Wilson. What do you want me to say there? But they did get like, rid of your your favorite player, your favorite lineman. I'm not gonna bring up his name. He went to the Bears <laughs> for minimum money, and good for him. And I hope he has a great career and turns out to be a perennial Hall of Famer. But for my team, <laughs> nah. Don't even care. It's, you know, water under the bridge. I'm passing. Yeah, it. no, it's not. You name. can see it. <laughs> Bye-bye. You can hear it in your voice, bro. I'm not the even. The contempt. I'm not even. I, nope. I'm not even upset. You're upset. There, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the one The one thing that's always, like, there's never been any solidified, like, structure, kind of like the Cowboys um, or even, like, you know, necessarily the Patriots of old was, you know, the offensive line. So it's kind of been, you know, we dealt with a lot of injuries there too. But, you know, the only person that was like really solid for us that we really loved was uh, Max Unger. But then, you know, of course we traded him to the Saints for Jimmy Graham, which turned out great for everybody involved. Anyways, I'm not bitter. Uh, but, you <laughs> know, it's kind of been, it's, it's at this point, it's just kind of like whoever they put in the offensive line, it's, you know, all they have to do is ha- have a patch job to keep that up there. Um, there is, you know, we did draft the the guard from LSU that I'm really excited about, the Damian Lewis. Um, you know, we did lose DJ Fluker and Justin Britt in the offseason, which bums me out. But at the same time, realistically, I mean, Justin Britt's coming off of a really bad injury. He's, you know, in his early 30s now. You know, he's getting paid. He was getting paid a lot of money. He's like 11, 12 mil a year, which personally I didn't get. But, you know, he's he, he was more of a he was a better locker room guy and a leader than he was you know, a player in my eyes. But, yeah, I mean, you know, our I think, you know, if, you know, some pieces were to, you know, fall into place, I, you know, I don't you know, I don't think it's crazy to think 12, 13 win season. Because, I mean, going into last season, you know, where were where were the predictions there? You know, people were like, oh, 11 wins at most. 
if anything's going to happen. You know, think that plays a, into the fact that uh, their division's a little bit on the weaker side, quote-unquote. My division is? Yeah, minus your Niners. And, I mean, I think right now, out of all divisions, the most stacked division is our division. I would agree. with the Lambs up there? I would still say the Lambs. I mean, they still got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Those are two of the best people at their respective positions on the defense. Their offense, I mean, they lost Cooks. They lost Gurley, but Gurley wasn't doing a whole lot for them. Mm -mm. And, I mean, they they literally don't have – That was a huge difference the second that Gurley went down. Yep. Arthritis in those knees, man, his career is limited. Just give him a couple more years and he's done. We'll talk about it in the NFC South, but – you know, he passed all of his tests and he's good. He's clear. Mm. I mean, well, the yeah. problem is, is he's probably clear, but the he has a degenerative knee now. So it's like degenerative doesn't mean it's getting better, or can get better or stronger. It's just, you know, steadily. Yeah, he, yeah. He's just got to be on a, you know, a restricted workload. And it's, you know, the problem with the NFL is all these players want to play as much as they can, no matter how much they hurt. And it sucks because, you know, Gurley gave it all his all that year. They went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Patriots. But <laughs> they, uh, you know, it's – I, you know, I'm not sorry to see him go, but, you know, he was, you know, for all intents and purposes, he was an entertaining player to watch. Yeah. Regardless. And it just, you know, it sucks to see a player fall off like that, you know. Oh, the fantasy know, player with, too. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, same with, you know, it's – you can also say the same about like Le'Veon Bell, but without the injuries, you know, like where did he go? I don't, you know, he kind of just dropped off and it sucks oh. because, you know, you, you want to see those players succeed and it's, you don't get Oh, that. by the way, speaking of entertaining, DeAndre Hopkins, how do you think the Cardinals are going to be? <laughs> Cardinals are going to be very interesting to watch this year because I, you know, they got rid of David Johnson, which I was happy he was still around because, again, I have a soft spot in my heart for running backs, you know, unless they're, you know, you know, they just sit there and talk crap the entire time. I don't, you know, I can care less about them, but I love running backs and I like David Johnson. I remember watching him uh, in the year they did the All or Nothing series. I think it was like the second the second season. And it was his rookie year, and I was like, man, I really like this David Johnson guy, and he had the great year. He got that fat contract, and then, you know, that's what was keeping me happy because I was like, all right, they got a great player, but he can't play, and they're still paying him a lot of money. So, you know, you're like, cool, I like that. <laughs> I like that the team in my division is dealing with that, and now he got traded, which sucks. And they got DeAndre Hopkins. You know, they drafted Isaiah Simmons, Josh Jones, Lucky Foto, Rashard Lawrence. Oh man, it's tough Solid. because they're making they're making all of the moves that you're kind of they're making the moves that for the first time in a long time I'm like jealous of you know because they also added Jordan Phillips from the Bills, Devon Kennard from the Lions, yeah. Devontae Campbell from the Falcons, Trevon Coley from the Colts. the The plus side to it is a lot of you know I don't common you'll see a team make a lot of free agent splashes. And next thing you know, they're like, oh, they're the best team because they made those free agency moves. It's usually, you know, because, you know, I I have 
you know, I look at their offense and I think they can definitely, they have the capacity to put some points on the board, regardless of what defense you're playing in. You know, I'm curious to see like the Cardinals go up against the 49ers with their defense. You think they're going to have a drop-off, a Super Bowl drop-off? Speaking of 49ers? Yeah, I think there's always going to be a natural drop-off with – It's not going to let a fire under his butt, at least for Garoppolo, because there was a lot of talk after the game. He, I mean, he did kind of – he did not win it. I wouldn't say he lost it, but he didn't win it. Yeah, I just – it's it's one of those things where they hit on all cylinders and last year they were that team that just kind of went from nothing to something. You know, they they went from the number two pick in the draft to, you know, Super Bowl. I smell, and, I, I smell a little issue coming up with them when it comes to Kittle soon. Yeah, the contract. Yeah, yeah, he wants considering he came out publicly and stated he wants he wants to get paid. Not, Rightfully so. <clears throat> Yeah, but not not where he's talking. He's talking like top wide receiver type money. Ooh, I didn't I didn't hear the specifics of the numbers, but I do know he is you know tight end wise. He's top top three, one two. Yeah, I mean I'm biased saying I put Ertz up in there, but yeah, Ertz mm-hmm. is number one. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> no bias at all. No bias. No bias at all. I'm just speaking facts, man. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, 49ers, they, they made some decent moves Consider, you know, they lost, they lost Buckner. They traded him to the Colts for the first round pick. So they drafted Javon Kinlaw who wanted to go to the 49ers anyways. They lost Emmanuel Sanders, which makes me happy because she's Louise. That guy was hell for us last year when they picked him up, but they retained Eric Armstead. They, uh, Joe Staley retired. They picked up Trent Williams. So I think there's still some, you know, some there's going to be some waiver period of where these guys need to get used to the system and whatnot. I don't think their system's built for a plug and play. I think they need to get used to it a little bit more. Anyways, uh, you know, I and think then that's, there's this. Sorry, finish your thought, buddy. Well, I mean, that that's pretty much where the thought was at. There's not, you know, they, they have a good team, but I, uh, I've i been saying for the last two years they were literally just a injury, like a healthy season away from making a deep run in the playoffs, and I was right. So, <laughs> I, Sure. Well, I think the one thing that's going to affect not only your division but our division is going to be the fact of nobody's practicing. So all these mm-hmm. new players coming into a new system, like you mentioned with the uh, cards, it's going to affect them more. They're not going to be cohesive at all. I think if anything yeah. for your, you guys, you have the strongest part next to the Niners just because of the cohesive unit mm-hmm. that you guys it's have. A big, it, yeah, and that's that's <laughs> the advantage we have on the Cardinals and we have on the Rams because the Rams, they hit, you know, with under Sean McVay, they hit, you know, they struck gold right away and then they had some offseason, so they haven't gone through the tough times like, we have and the 49ers have, but you know, it's the NFC West overall should be interesting. Should be an interesting division to watch throughout the year. You know, if there is a season, hopefully fingers crossed, you know, (laughs) with that said, you know, how are you guys feeling about your Eagles? Consistency does rule. And I think that's one thing we have, just like we were just mentioning, we have them. I would say the most cohesive unit for the most part, minus injuries, but and minus well, Brooks is our biggest one. But you look at <clears throat> skins, 
as there's way too much movement there. I think eventually in time they're going to be good, but not next year. Um, same thing with the Giants. There's a lot of moving parts that came into that team. Cowboys are Cowboys. I'm. We can get into them a whole other deal, but they're a worthless team anyways. No bias, right? <laughs> yeah, no bias. well, that's the <laughs> truth, man. They're actually waiting to happen. It happens every year. Every year for more than 20 years now. I just like how there's a Jamal Adams trade, and the only team that's linked to them is the Cowboys when he asked to be traded to, like, seven different teams. And he would welcome a trade by us. There's numerous articles that have come out with that. And he wouldn't ask for a extension either. So he wants to play just one year and then go out test free agency. But we'll, tries, ta- and, we'll talk about that in a minute. He's uh, trying to get himself a ring. Who else yeah. does he have a better chance to get a ring? In the, well, with the Eagles. Well, the Ravens too. That is one of his other teams. That is true. He also, yeah, he also did put the Super Bowl winners on there too, the Chiefs. So, right. Yeah, right. they're not gonna. They wouldn't do that. Not with Mahomes' deal coming up. No, nah, he's only paid more. like three hundred million. <clears throat> guy. They can't. They're set right now. Plus, they got Matthew, and like Matthew's pretty solid. Yeah. So my outlook on NFC East is obviously like Lloyd was saying, just consistency. The coaching staff, the quarterback, everything is consistent. And the culture is there. Obviously, every player loves playing there. Uh, Cowboys right now are having massive issues with either ownership or their coaching staff. And the Redskins, brand new coaching staff, along with the Cowboys and the Giants. The Giants, just like you said, a lot of moving parts, new faces. I don't see them doing – do we – do we know what Daniel Jones is going to be? Like for hey, that? We, know what, we know what Barkley is going to be, though. That's, yeah. He's, the only thing I've, that scares me about Barkley, and I feel bad for the kid, he's a great talent. Like we were mentioning before when it came to Gurley, overuse. They're going to overuse this kid. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. They don't have a backup form. Uh, it's going to be just like with Sanders. We can't use him all the time, but we have other – not plug and play, but role players. That we no, they're use. they're plug and play. They've proven that they can do stuff. Not like Sanders, though. Besides Boston Scott, let's uh, let's just hope that he can do what he did last year. Let's hope he let's becomes hope. the next Sproles. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> but anyways, that's a whole other deal. But uh, no, for me, that's the one fear that I have for the Giants is they overuse that kid and he gets hurt. Yeah. If that happens, they're screwed. Because right now you have. Like you said, quarterback is kind of, is he good? Is he not? But then again, he has anybody to really throw the ball to. We can do the same thing with Dak Prescott, too. Is he good or is he not? Can he actually go and win a game? Because right now he's proven that he can just lose a game in the first two quarters and then go and throw some stats. Yeah, it's garbage stats. stats. That's all it is. It's what he did last year. So Stephen A would always say it's garbage stats. Yeah, and then when he it comes can't... to the Redskins, Dwayne Haskins, you know him very well from watching Ohio State games and Michigan games, but what is he going to turn out to be too, you know? Like this is going to be his first kid. actual starting job. With a brand-new coaching staff that didn't draft him. Correct. That's, that's I feel bad for him because he had a good opportunity, and let, let's hope that Rivera sees something in him. If not – We'll see. Well, since we're on the topic of quarterbacks, we, we mentioned this earlier, but 
what is the true state of Dak? Because we got to get through all the teams. We really haven't touched too much on the Cowgirls. But is he going to be what everybody says he's going to be? Or is because he hasn't got his contract yet, which is shocking, um, is he going to have a down year? I don't – I'm not a Dak hater. I think he's a solid quarterback. He's supposed to be a starter in the league. I just don't think he should be the highest paid. But I understand. I understand the concept of, you know, you're up. It's time for you to get paid. I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Cooper got paid. Jesus. That was amazing right. that he got paid. A hundred million. It. That's crazy. But okay. You know. And but your defense sucks. <laughs> I just don't I don't I don't see I think he's asking I really do think he's asking for forty mil because he's trying to adjust for what the future cap is gonna be. Mm-hmm. But with everything going on right now, I just don't know if the cap is actually gonna go up as much as everyone is believing it's gonna go up. So to me, I think he needs to lower his his number and sign a deal because you're going to get a hundred million guaranteed. You're going to get that. So even if it's for four or five years, you're telling me you're not going to be happy. You're telling me your family can't be fed with twenty five million a year. Get out of here with yeah. that. Yeah, guaranteed. You know, it's 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 you know kind of harking back to the whole Cam Newton point. It's it's hard to say that, you know, from our perspective of saying like, why are you asking for so much money when at the same time, you know, put yourself in his shoes. It's like, you're in a position where you're, you have the ability to ask for that much money based upon the success, the overall success that you've experienced over the last four years where, you know, it's again, if you, that's why I love these like all or nothing, the hard knock series, cause they do show, you know, the inner workings of everything going on and you get to see those dynamics play out in the season that they did with the Cowboys, that's what made me actually appreciate Dak Prescott for the quarterback. Cause up until that point, I was like, he's okay. He's like, you know, he's like upper, upper middle tier. So that's how I, he's fine. I was like, he's cool. He's, he's serviceable. I, I think he's, you know, he's got the same success rate as like a Garoppolo. When you think of, like, when you think of Andy Dalton, what do you think of? Garoppolo's had a lot more Super Bowls though. Hair. You know? He's Red fine. <laughs> when you think of Garoppolo, he's fine. When you think of Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. dude, that guy's great. When you think of Wentz, mm-hmm. pretty good. When oh, you think of when, when you think to... of Drew Brees, the goat. Great. Tom Brady, yeah. the goat. Aaron Rodgers, the goat. Daniel Jones, he's fine. No Do you really want to pay a quarterback no. that's just fine? No, dude. Dalton had an opportunity, though. I mean, you got to remember, back in those Cincy days, they were there. The defense Dalton is just is fine, and he's he's probably better than Dak Prescott right now. No, I, well, true. I'm saying from a quarterback standpoint of getting the ball in the hands, and you're playing with AJ Green, one of the best at the time. Mm-hmm. Now you have Cooper and you have Gallard, whatever his name is. Gallup. Gallup, speed guy. And CD Lamb. Well, again, that goes oh, into yeah, my issue earlier. We'll see if he can go into it and actually learn everything yeah. as quick. But that's that's a side point. Good point, but for the solid team that they have now. And give them Zeke. Get out of here. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting year, for, definitely for them, considering all the pieces. And I think the biggest wrench that got thrown into all of this is the whole, all the coaching. You know, because that's pay, plays a huge part into it. Because you know, Mike McCarthy's got a say in it. Mike McCarthy, 
you know, you can sit here and make projections on what you think they're going to do, but at the end of the day, they need to see what they're going to look like in their system in the full season. And so this is a different system. Right. And like, like so was like, saying, you know, consistency is king. Where all three other three teams besides the Eagles in the NFC East, they've switched over all coaching, mm-hmm. all staff. So mm-hmm. to us, Throwing it games. looks like the Eagles are locked to win the you know, the NFC East, as long as everyone stays healthy. But yeah, eh, I think, you know, I, I think eh. I, I, it's even with injuries, we still win. <laughs> <laughs> let's not get cocky was... here, Lloyd. Let's, let's be well, realistic here. <laughs> we won the Super Bowl with the back of quarterback. I mean, come on. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we picked up Darius honest. Slay and we picked up uh, Jamal Hargrave. You know, uh, solid pickup. Didn't you get uh Nikki Ro- Rovi Co- uh Nickel Rovi Coven? Yeah, so now we know that we're not yeah. gonna have any PIs called for sure. <laughs> this is guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect, man. There, there we go. Oh, that's uh, a little sure. NFC East and West. Perfect. Right. The uh but man, I'm that's why I wanna see this year so bad. Because I mean there's so many interesting storylines. They're gonna be this year, because you're considering that you know that all the new teams in it, all the new coaching and stuff in the NFC East. Like, how's Ron Rivera gonna do with the Redskins? You know, it's how is uh, how is you know Mike McCarthy gonna do with the Cowboys? It's you know Giants are there. Judge and the Giants, yeah. Like Joe Judge and the Giants. I'm not expecting anything from the Giants. Maybe a five win season. You know, the Cowboys are gonna go eight and eight. Just pure talent, but new coaching staff, you know. So it, it is what it is. The Eagles might win it with nine and seventeen with a nine and seventeen. Say, let's sum it up. Let's just sum it up. So we already did this with the West. So or is it safe to say skins six and ten ish? Yeah. Take a game or two. I would I would go a little bit lower, maybe. I'll I'll say top five pick in the draft. For sure, I I agree with that. So you're yeah. going like, and okay, I, I three think or four you can wins. make this. You can honestly make the same argument with the Giants. <laughs> I would agree with that one. too. Both of them are going to be top ten picks. I think they're those two teams are definitely they're built. They're more built for future. It's you know the the, the Redskins are in like two or three years. Watch out. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. They yep. just, I, I, I have I have some issues with I, I gotta see what uh Haskins is gonna turn into because he's he's not really a downfield quarterback. He's more of a mid range short pass quarterback. So he's built for. It's he's really surprised. good that he has he's he's really lucky he has McLaurin on his team, man. Oh god, I, I love like, that guy, dude. That guy so when you say so that right there, Max, just just wait. Just yeah. wait. He has more of a downfield pass. He just hasn't had anybody to throw it to. College-wise, right. at least going from his college days, he has the arm strength for it. Really? He doesn't yeah. – in his college days, he didn't have Terry McLaurin, Paris Campbell. He didn't have those guys? No, I'm saying he did. He was <laughs> oh. able to go deep. He doesn't uh, have it now. Yeah. Besides McLaurin. There's really yeah. – anyways. So yeah. then when it comes to Cowboys, same old, same old. You're 8-8, eight eight, mm-hmm. just like every other year. Losers. <clears throat> and then for us <laughs> – Nine to ten. I'm gonna say nine to ten. Yeah. 
And then, you know, Max is super optimistic with a 13-win season. Man, he, guys, apparently, they're going to be the crown of the NFC. Y'all need, need to be more optimistic about your own team because if you look on paper, the way I nope. see it from an outsider's perspective is the Eagles can win like 11, 12 games, okay? No. Bar, barring a healthy season. That's, that's the key. What, that's the problem the right there, dude. Years, <laughs> even had a healthy year. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm saying. We when started talk, off great. Talking, Brooks is out. But when you're talking – Brooks is already out, dude, and he wasn't even <laughs> we practicing. Played yet. <laughs> man. Hey, but he's going out and he's doing jiu-jitsu right now, so go figure that. Whatever, man. Watch, dude, watch this. Watch the Seahawks and the Eagles are going to be one and two in the NFC. <laughs> And they're both going to have exactly 12 wins, and you guys are going to look so stupid. Then what about and the I'm Niners? Be like, I How told many wins you are the so. Niners going to have? Dog, they're going to be lucky to <laughs> three. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's – I, I don't know, man. I, I still – again, it's hard for me to predict the Seahawks because I got to see how this colony situation is going to play out. It's a big factor. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I see. I see them splitting ten win seasons, both the Niners and the uh, the Seahawks. I see the Cardinals maybe coming in with a nine win season, you know. I can see that. And then I see the Rams going eight and eight. Mm-hmm. If that, I'd go a little lower. Just just because of everything they've lost, <clears throat> I think the uh, the shine has left that team. Just saying, but. Any lasting thoughts before we let these folks go? Nope. Uh, Cowboys suck. And swallow. On to the next. Anything else for you, George? I swear we're not that biased. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, though. I like the players. You know, just Cowboys suck. They hate the star. <laughs> and on that note, folks, we'll catch you on the next one.